0: Welcome, you're listening to audio from Haddington Elam Church. We hope that you're encouraged and challenged by this week's message. I'm so glad that you could join us today. I pray that you've been keeping well, keeping safe. Let me just open in prayer. God, I just thank you for today. I just ask that in the next moments as we look at your word and God, as we just share, I pray that you'll speak to us through your word. God, you are our helper. And I just pray that now as I share your word by your Holy Spirit, that you will both encourage us, strengthen us, and sustain us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God is our helper. God is our helper. We have help. We're not alone, as I uh, shared last week, that we're isolated, but never alone. I want you to take comfort today knowing that we have a helper. We have someone that helps us, especially in our time of need, especially when we feel alone or isolated. We have somebody that helps. I want to share with you today out of Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 and 6. If you want to turn there or follow along in your tablet, and I'm going to read out of the Amplified for these two verses Let your character or moral disposition be free from love of money, including greed, avarice, lust, and craving for earthly possessions. So be free from that and be satisfied with your present circumstances and with what you have. For he, God himself, has said, I will not in any way fail you nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake you, let you down, relax my hold on you, assuredly not. Three times he says, I will not. When he repeats things in scripture, they're a special notice. Jesus would say, especially in King James, verily, verily, we should take note and pay attention. And he says, I will not in any degree leave you helpless nor forsake you. I will not release or relax my hold on you. Verse six. So we take comfort and are encouraged and confidently and boldly say, the Lord is is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to me? Powerful, powerful verses. I do encourage you to look those up, to underline those, and maybe meditate on those this week. The Lord is my helper. In this, the Hebrew translation is Jehovah. Atzer, which means the Lord, our help. In this verse, this is how our God is addressed as the Lord, our help. Jehovah Atzer, this is the God who brought the heavens and the earth into existence, which came into being by the word of God. Hebrews 11.3, by faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. They were prepared by the word of God. God spoke and they came into being. God spoke and they came into existence. By faith we understand that they were prepared at the word of God. God is our helper and our shield. He's our helper and shield. With God going before us and being our rear guard. We can move forward at his word without fear. He is our helper and our shield. When we are in the will of God, we go forward boldly without the fear of man. We have our faith in God. David put it like this, Psalm 118, verse 6. The Lord is for me. I will not fear What can man do to me? And I'm sure the writer of Hebrews had this in mind as he was writing those words. We can walk right through the valley of the shadow of death without having anxiety or fear. For if God is for us, whom shall we fear? Romans 8.31 What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who is against us? And the original translation doesn't use the word if, if God is for us, but since, uses the word since God is for us, who is against us. We have God on our side. We have God that goes before us. He he proceeds and he is our rear guard. God is our rock. He is unchangeable. He is immovable and is the same today as he was at the beginning. As he spoke, let there be light. And there was light as he spoke and at the declaration of his word, he is the same. Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ, our Messiah, is always the same. Yesterday, in the past, today, and forever, he is the same. He is unchangeable. Know that he's unchangeable. He's immovable. He is our Jehovah Aetzer, our true helper. We're going to look at 2 Chronicles 14, verse 11. And there's a battle that's getting ready to take place. And there's a valley called Jephthah. And King Asa called upon the Lord to help him as he had an army of 300,000 battling against Zerah and his army of 1,000,000. With 300 chariots, so the odds were completely not in their favor, and they're going into battle against a million men and 300 chariots. This is the prayer that He said unto the Lord. Second Chronicles 14:11. Then Asa called to the Lord his God and said, "Lord, there is no one beside you to help in the battle between the powerful and those who have no strength." So help us, O Lord, help us, O Lord, our God, for we trust in you and in your name have come against this multitude. O Lord, you are our God. Let not man prevail against you. Amazing, amazing prayer. There is no one besides you to help in the battle. And he says, help us, God, our helper, for we trust in you. I have a few quotes this week, reading through some Spurgeon gems. Spurgeon says this, It is beautiful to see how the saints of old found comfort in God. When painful difficulties came, when troubles multiplied, when friends failed, and when earthly comforts were removed, they looked to the Lord and to the Lord alone. To them, God was a present reality. They look to Him as their rock of refuge, their helper, their defense, and their very present help in time of trouble. We can learn a valuable lesson from them. Lean on God and hold on to Him when heart and flesh are failing. If we're honest, at times it feels like our heart and flesh are failing. We can look around and see panic or almost terror on people's faces. People are afraid, the uncertainty and the things that they don't know. We should not have that reaction. Our response should be to trust in the Lord our God. And we looked at that devotion and prayer on Thursday night, along with Edinburgh Elam. Sherry had shared with us about the reaction and the way that we can have an initial reaction, but yet how can we respond or how does God respond? Psalm 3320. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Sometimes in life, we can find that the best prayer that we can offer to God is, Lord, help me. There are times when difficulties come. There are times when we can't be eloquent with our prayers and we can just say, God, help me, or Jesus, just call out his name. I remember one time I was driving And it had been snowing and it was icy. This was many years ago. And I was coming up over a crest of a hill. And in the distance, I could just see lights, strange lights to my right into the woods. And as I came, started down that hill, that hill was ice. The road had turned to ice. And as I got closer down the hill and I could feel that the car was beginning to slide. And I could see those lights, those strange lights were other cars that had slidden off the road and had gone into toward the woods. And I just, I remember I just said, Jesus, and I I felt the car come back under my control. It just straightened up and I was able to decrease my speed and I was able to make down that hill in that bend where those other cars had gone and I was able to navigate and I just felt that, the, that God helped me and my prayer wasn't lengthy. I just called out the name of Jesus. And I would encourage you today, if you're finding yourself afraid, just say, God, help me or help me in my fear. Uh, as the, the one man said, uh, I want to believe, help my unbelief. Sometimes that's the best prayer we can pray. Lord, help me. God, help me. When we are in trouble, Ask God for help. Another quote from Spurgeon. When you are in trouble, ask God for help. Ask believing that he is able to give it. Ask expecting that he will bestow it. Do not grieve the spirit of God with doubts and mistrust. These things will be fiery arrows in your soul to drink away the very life of your strength However hard the struggle, however difficult the trial, seek the Lord and seek him in the confidence he deserves. Depend only on the arm invisible, the arm omnipotent. Be a scholar in the school of faith. Become proficient in the divine art of prayer and praise. Spurgeon. I think his quotes that I shared with you today are very applicable May we become proficient in the divine art of prayer and praise. These are times that we can thank God. These can be times of praise unto God, not looking at the woe and not looking at the troubles, but looking to him and we can find ourselves filled with faith in him. Psalm 54, four behold, God is my helper. The Lord is the sustainer of my soul. Psalm 46, 1 and 2, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea, he is a very present help in time of trouble. Also at our time of prayer on Thursday, and I would encourage you to join us if you're able to join us, we're doing uh, uh, Zoom connections and we're having a time of prayer together on Thursday nights at seven o'clock. You can always email me, mjhaddington at outlook.com. You could always email me for information, but every Thursday at seven o'clock, we're joining together. And we looked at this, it was in 2 Chronicles 32, and it's the story of Hezekiah. The Assyrians were getting ready to attack, and King Hezekiah did not have military superiority. But he offered his people these words of comfort and encouragement. And this is what he said to the people. 2 Chronicles 32, verses 7 and 8. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be dismayed because of the king of Assyria, nor because of all the horde that is with him. For the one with us is greater than the one with him. With him is only an arm of flesh, but with us, the Lord our God is there to help and fight our battles. And the people relied on the words of Hezekiah, the king of Judah. Hezekiah showed a great trust in God and he knew that God was the faithful and true helper. Friends, we need to know this too. We need to have great trust in God and we need to know that he's faithful and that he's true. His faith in God calmed the people and encouraged their hearts by knowing that he trusted in God. Jesus never promised a life with no storms. Sometimes we can think that we can become a follower of Christ and that our life is easy and simple. He never promised. He said, when you go through the fire, I'll be with you. When you go through the flood, I'll be with you. He promised to be with us. Jesus never promised a life with no storms or battles, but perfect peace can happen in the middle of a raging sea. With him in our boat, we can have perfect peace. Though the waves are raging, the wind is blowing, we can have perfect peace. Jesus is our Jehovah-Aetzer. When we are in trouble and can feel that there's no way out, we can call upon Jesus, our help. When we feel afraid or alone, we have a helper. We may feel that it is not possible to be forgiven of our sinful past. Jesus, though, our ever-present help, died while we were still yet sinners, Romans 5.8. But God demonstrated his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Our sins have been paid for. We have been purchased by the blood of Jesus. We have the promise from his word. 2 Corinthians 6.2 For he says, At the acceptable time I listened to you, and on the day of salvation I helped you. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. Our sins are paid for. If we have accepted and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, our sins are paid for purchased by his blood. Jesus also is our helper because he is Emmanuel, God with us. A friend that sticks closer than a brother and who he said will never forsake us. John 14, 16. I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper. That is one of the names of the Holy Spirit, our helper. But this is the beauty that he may be with you forever. Our helper is with us forever. And as I'm closing today, looking at Hebrews chapter 12, verse two, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross Despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Friends, we need to fix our eyes on Jesus. Just be real with you for a moment. We don't need to be fixing our eyes on the news. We don't need to be fixing our eyes on Facebook with all of the different things and uh, that people are posting. We need to fix our eyes on Jesus. When we hear reports and see things going on, we need to look at the scriptures. What does it say? What does God say about this? When we have those feelings, as we said on Thursday, those initial reactions of panic or fear or dread, we need to see how does God respond? There are many times in scriptures, as I shared with Hezekiah, as I shared about Asa, times that the odds were against them, that certain doom and certain destruction was coming other than God stepping in. And friends, today we can trust that God will step in and help us. We can put our faith in him. We can trust him with our whole hearts. Let us not just be putting a toe in the water. Let us be all in, trusting in the Lord our God. May we look with confidence unto Jesus. He has our eternity in his nail-pierced hands. He has it secured all eternity. As I shared last week, we are never alone May we feel his presence with us each day. And today, I pray that you feel his presence today. I pray that as you meditate on his word, I pray that as you are listening to the podcast, as you are listening to uh, the, the live streams from Edinburgh Elam, as we're joining together in that format, and things may be a bit different, and it may be a bit odd at first with a, a Zoom call for prayer or a Bible study that's, that's on video but I pray that you feel his presence and you find a way to not only connect with your brothers and sisters in Christ, but I pray that you feel connected with your heavenly father. God keeps us and sustains us. Each day, his mercies are new. You are our Jehovah Eitzer, our helper, our present help today. When we need your help, you're there. You're readily available. And God, I thank you for that. So I just want to pray, God, I just thank you. I thank you that you are there, that you are present. You're with us today. I pray that we can feel your presence. I pray that as we even hear reports, uh, even if it's bad reports or negative reports, I pray that our our faith is in you, our hope is in you, that you are the, the author and perfecter of our faith that we fix our eyes on you. You have our lives, our eternity in your hand. This is not hard or difficult for you. You said nothing is impossible with God. So I just thank you. I pray for each one. Upon the sound of my voice, God, through podcast, God, I just pray that that even in through distance, even maybe listening through headphones or, or just even having it on while we're doing other things, but just listening to the word of God, I pray that we're strengthened and encouraged. I pray that you will speak to us through your word. I pray that you are the first and foremost of, uh, of finding our hope and our peace, that it's in you. Our peace and comfort are in you. And when we have that peace and comfort, God, may we be able to share it with others. I pray that we are like you, God, that we're unshakable and immovable. And God, I do know, being honest, that at times we can be afraid. But I pray that when that rises up or those feelings come upon us, that we look and respond with the word of God, that we respond in faith in you. You are our helper. You are our present help in time of need. And God, I pray that you will help us to be a blessing to others. I pray again that that maybe there's people that we can call relatives, loved ones that just need to to know that they're loved. I pray that maybe those relatives or those friends or family that maybe have been closed to things of of God, maybe uh, times of witnessing, they, they haven't been receptive, but I pray that this would make them receptive. I pray that they would want to hear what you have to say, maybe to see how are you calm? How are you enduring through this time? I pray that this be a, a time where they are open to the things of you. And I pray that like never before, that the, the, that this thing that seems to be spreading will in fact be drawing and, and bringing people into the kingdom. And I pray that as the church doors open once again, the physical building, that there are more that come in at the, the idea that the doors can be open again. And I pray that it will just draw people in like never before. And so God, I just pray that your word says that you took what the enemy meant for evil or destruction and you turned it for good. And God, I just pray that you turn this for good, that good come out of this. I pray that each one is encouraged and strengthened and that we feel your help. God, I thank you that you're there and that you help us in everything that we do. And now I just ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Friends, I pray that this is an amazing week for you. I pray that that you just really feel the presence of God and that are just encouraged. Thank you for listening. Please tune in next week for another inspirational message. If you're in the East Lothian area, visit us online at HaddingtonEalonchurch.com for information about how you can join us for our weekly Sunday services.